Welcome to the Principles of Success, Season 1, Episode 4. Yes, Episode 4. So today we are talking about the rules of money category of you think differently. So this is a mindset episode. And we're going to talk about a couple different mindsets involved in it. Um, but there's also an entire set of mindsets about money that I'm going to save for an episode that's in a just a couple of weeks from now. Because that's all we're going to talk about in that episode is those specific mindsets. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So, you think differently. What do I mean by that? What I mean is if you want to be successful financially then you have to do and think about money differently from most people. So most people, when they get paid, they blow it all. They, most people live paycheck to paycheck, not because of what they make. There's, uh, there's people who make $200,000 a year that live paycheck to paycheck, and there's people who make $12,000 a year who live paycheck to paycheck. Because most people, when they go up in life, they increase their standard of living. So when you're making minimum wage, you're just trying to keep your car running and a roof over your head. But when you're making $200,000 a year, you're stressing, most people are stressing about making sure that they make their boat payments and their $1 million house payment because they got fancy. So you have to act and think differently with your money because most people are dumb with their money. There was a great piece of advice I got that I heard once, and it is don't take advice from the people who don't have what you want. So if you want to be super successful and be a millionaire, take advice from millionaires or even just financially stable individuals, um, not from your friends who owe you a thousand bucks. If you want to start a business, talk to your business people that you know, not the employee people that you know. Don't talk to your divorcee friends about marriage advice because obviously they kind of screwed up there. So that's all preamble. Let's actually dig into the actual rules of thinking differently. Number one, you have to have goals and you have to work hard. Most people, when they comes to finance, they're trying to find the easy way out and the quick way out because nobody likes to work. You got to work hard. There's not a single successful person that doesn't work hard. And you have to have goals. Success is such a challenge that if you do not know where you're trying to go towards, you're not going to get there. So financially, you have to set the goals of, for the most part, they need to be saving goals. You need to save X amount to invest in this. You need to save X amount to invest in this. You need to set goals for what you're going to work towards. Like for instance, are you going to work towards investing in real estate? You need some capital for real estate investing. Are you going to 
invest in starting a business. You need capital for your business, especially if it's some sort of blue-collar business, because you need equipment. You can't start a wood-making business without saws and uh, planers and um, measuring tapes. <laughs> you need to figure out what your goal is, and you need to work towards it, and you need to work hard, because it requires more effort than what you're doing now to get ahead of where you are right now. What you're doing right now is keeping you where you're at. It's keeping you from falling behind. But if you want to move forward, you have to work harder. Now, it's also only temporary, so you should be fine. Next up, learn. You need to learn. Constant focus on education, learning the skills, learning the different investments, and learning how to do the different investments are mandatory. Next, persistence. You can't give up. Most entrepreneurs, most investors, give up way too quickly. Most businesses fail within the first year, not because the business wasn't viable, but because the entrepreneur got impatient and gave up after the first year. This is the third year of the podcast, I think. Yes. And the first two years, I made, the first year, I made zero money. The second year, I made pennies. Third, this third year, I'm beginning to start generating just a couple of dollars. Like, I'm not making money off of this. But at the rate of growth of the podcast, maybe in the fourth or fifth year, I might start making some pretty decent money at this. So you got to be persistent. Persistent. Next, you need to be on the offensive and the defensive. What I mean by that is you need to focus on generating more money. You need to figure out ways to generate more money, whether that's more education, so that way you can get a better paying job, or if it's uh, starting a side gig, or if it's like, I guess, now would be a great time for the ad, starting your own podcast. Cue ad. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. So yeah, do things like that. Start your own podcast. Generate some money from the podcast. Next up is you are... Wait, hold on. You gotta generate more income. We already covered that part. The second part, that was offense. Defense is you need to make sure that you don't lose all the money. This is where cutting expenses comes in. This is where making sure you're not being stupid with the money that you're able to generate at this current moment and being a good steward of the money that you've been given in life and using that money on the offense to generate more money. So you need to be offensive and defensive with your finances. And we'll actually talk about that more um, in the next couple of weeks. Next, you are responsible. No one else gives a crap about your finances. Everyone else could let you starve for all they care. Even your parents, most likely. If, if it goes on too long, they're like, ah, screw you, get out. I have a very overlovingly parents that probably wouldn't do that for decades, but you're responsible for your finances. It's not the government's fault, even though they do their best to screw you over. It's not the business's fault, even though they do their best to attempt to squeeze every penny out of you that they can. 
It's not your landlord's fault. It's not your car dealer's fault. It's not your spouse's fault. You are responsible. You need to take ownership of your finances and make sure that you do what is necessary to get them where they need to be. Next is the millionaire lie. So first off, there's a couple parts to this one. One, a millionaire isn't anyone special. It's just somebody who goes back to the formula, who has had enough time to maximize their wealth from having their income be higher than their expenses. There's a reason why most millionaires are in their 60s and up. They've had lots of time. Uh, Unless you're absolutely rough with money, which if you're listening to this podcast, I'm assuming you're probably not too terrible. Odds are you will probably have at least a million dollars by the time you're freaking old. However, like we talked about in the first episode, you don't want to wait till you're freaking old, so you need to maximize the amount of income coming in versus the amount of expenses going out. However, then there's the next millionaire lie, which is part two, and it is that you don't need to be a millionaire. Most people's dream lives are way cheaper than they realize. For instance, you want to travel the world? You can do that on a pretty tight budget. And in fact, if you're able to generate money online and don't have to be tied to like a workplace or a business or something, if you're generating money online or have the skills capable enough to generate a substantial amount of money in a very short period of time and then take long breaks, then traveling is actually cheaper than living in, a, in one place. Rent is expensive. And don't get me wrong, hotels are expensive too. But you can get cheap hotels, you can get um, cheap motels, you can get hostels, which are basically you rent a bunk. Um, There's the van lifers, there's all sorts of ways to do world travel super, super cheap. So, and that's a lot of people's dreams. And then a lot of other people's dreams is to go live out in the middle of nowhere and have a little homestead deal. And that can be pretty cheap too, you just can't live in expensive areas. Most of the people that listen to this podcast are um, in first world countries. You can buy land really cheap in a third world country. If you're trying to be isolated anyway, then it really doesn't matter. Anyway, that's a lot of tangents. Most of your dreams can be a whole lot cheaper. Actually calculate out what you want and look at the price tag. Like a little biplane, your own little plane. It's only $15,000. That's cheaper than most people's cars. Now, driving the stupid thing is freaking expensive, but it's only $15,000. So, your dream life isn't as expensive as you think. So, this arbitrary millionaire status is just that. It's arbitrary. And then the last mindset we're going to talk about today is money is a tool. Most people think of money as something that is hard to come by and is necessary for survival? And the answer is, yes it is, somewhat. However, if you want to be successful financially, you need to look at money as what money is. Money is an IOU. It is a trade for your efforts, whether it's at a job, a business, whatever. It is your efforts, your work, translated into IOUs, which you can then spend on other people's IOUs. And most people blow their IOUs of labor on junk. They buy things, they buy snacks, they go to restaurants, they buy a $5 coffee. 
they get a nice apartment and then as you move up you get a boat you get a house you get all sorts of things whereas if you want to be successful with money you need to look at it at buying time and buying labor because you traded your labor for that IOU you can trade that IOU for someone else's labor to generate you more IOUs and you can buy IOUs with your IOUs you can buy money with money and we will actually go into a lot of that more in depth in a later episode but with that we will end here today I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode go check out my new book the blueprint of wealth a lot of these um, rules of money episodes I'm taking directly from the book I'm talking a lot more in depth about them because the rules of money is only a small section within the book but go check out the book I uh, hope you enjoyed today's podcast, and I will see you all next week.